How are you guys doing? This is episode 50. That should make you feel pretty good down south because it makes me feel pretty tender. Well, not tender, but voluptuous down there. I get pretty excited when I talk about this kind of stuff, which is pretty much just really random stuff. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. How are you guys doing? This is episode 50. We're going to kick this week off. It's it's not Thanksgiving week anymore. Hope you guys enjoyed it with your family. But we're going to kick it off with some sweet, juicy, succulent stuff. Omicron. Omicron? Omicron. I have no fucking idea because I haven't cared to look into it until today. I tried to spend every waking moment this weekend either eating, watching football, or hanging out with my daughter. I did not look up Omicron, which apparently I was just it was just brought to my attention by my camera guy that I actually did talk about this months ago. I did not even know about this. It was about a month ago. He doesn't even remember which episode it was, but he finds it kind of funny because I talked about a variant that was found in South uh, South Africa, and now it's just being talked about. I don't even recall this because we talk about so much stuff on these podcasts, but I'm, I, he finds the clip, which I highly doubt he will because we've done, I mean, think about it. Last, what, month we've done 25 episodes that's about 25 hours worth of stuff you'd have to sift through to find one segment, so I don't think that's worth it. But he recalls it. I don't because, well, I just don't recall it. But if you guys didn't know, Omicron. Omicron, I have no idea how you say it, so we're just going to roll with it. It's another variant of COVID. Another one. It's coming in hard, real hard. Don't. It's not coming in that hard, actually. This is not after you take, like, some Viagra. This is literally just after, like... What is going on with this? I, I, my daughter forgot my iPad on my mom's, and, and now I have this other one, which I don't even know. What is this floppy thing for? It's like, how do you put this thing up? She had it up all weekend, and I'm, I'm, I'm 25 years older than her, and I have no idea how the fuck she did it. Well, give me a sec here, Charles. I got this. How did my daughter do this? Oh, okay, there you go. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, so if you guys aren't watching on YouTube, you, you didn't just bear witness to one of the biggest fuckeries of my entire life. Okay, hey, so Omicron, it actually started with male patients who around the age of 33 who were extremely tired, apparently, for the past few days, and they got body aches and a bit of headaches. That's pretty much what Omicron is doing. Omicron, Omicron. The other variant, apparently we won't pie the Z portion of it because it was going to offend China. So now we're on the Omicron. That's how we got there. The patients didn't have a sore throat, she said, but most of most of them had scratchy throats, but no cough, lost, or taste of smell was not there. So it doesn't have, you don't lose your taste of smell, which is pretty much what happened to me. And they have been associated with previous strains of coronavirus. So they don't know anything about this thing. Apparently I did a month ago and didn't even know about it. The scientists down there in South Africa is saying that there are extremely mild cases. And when they mean like really mild cases, and they haven't admitted anybody and they've spoken to other colleagues of mine. They haven't, they've given the same exact picture. That's coming from the, the lady down there in South Africa, the scientist who's dealing with it right now. They're literally all mild symptoms, which just kind of makes you wonder why the hysteria so quick. And it's not just coming from Joe Biden. It's coming from a couple of people over there on the left over a new strand of variant. And it absolutely crushed the stock market on Friday. And when I mean crushed, it was it was the equivalent of taking a mallet to your nether regions multiple, multiple, multiple times. It was like the worst day of all of 2021 because of this new variant. This new variant is literally no different than the flu. The flu is ever-changing and evolving ever since it's been on planet Earth. And it's going to be the same thing with coronavirus. I don't know why people can't get that through your head. You can get the vaccine. Yes, which is a good thing. I have it. You can get it. It may help you deter a little bit of, of actually dying from coronavirus. But the, the main thing we all need to get through our thick skulls is that the thing, the virus, is going to be ever-changing and evolving as we go on throughout our life. You just got to learn to live with it. 
I feel like I'm one of those kind of people. I saw a meme this morning of an image of a person driving on a bus. On the right-hand side, one was looking at a wall, sad, and the left-hand side, one was looking at a window, happy. And I feel like that's me. If you're learning to live with the coronavirus, you're on the left-hand side looking out, everything's happy. If you're worried about this thing killing you every single day, you're living in a bubble, you're the person on the right-hand side that is staring at the wall. Matter of fact, I put it on the screen for everybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about. If you're listening through your ears on Spotify, thank you for listening. But if you're watching on YouTube, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's the life we live right now. But I do find it kind of crazy that when President Trump took the bold and decisive action in February to impose travel restrictions in the United States from coronavirus hotspots when it first started, that Joe Biden attacked him, calling his decision a disgrace and xenophobic, which is crazy to me because right now, what did he do? He literally just banned eight countries from being able to fly into the United States over a mutation of the coronavirus that we know nothing about. Scientists are literally saying they're going to they need two weeks. Again, we're back to the two week thing. They need two weeks to figure out if the, the, the vaccines actually are effective against it. It just it to be honest with you, it's nothing more than gaslighting from 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 his end, from just stopping people from coming in from those countries. When in fact, I mean, he's just doing this for his ratings have absolutely plummeted when it comes to coronavirus. And this just shows that he's actually being proactive. All right, it's a good thing. Maybe it's really bad. We all don't know. But it is nothing more than gaslighting because he announced it on Friday that it was going to take effect on Monday. And if it was really that bad, if the virus was going to be that bad that he's thinking it's going to be that bad, he would have just shut it off right then. Turn off the spot. The, turn it off. Turn off that spigot right now. Don't let any more flowage get into the United States. The first time I ever got to use this word. On this pot, flowage. Don't even know if that's a word, but I love you in it. A little bit of flowage coming in. Just turn that sucker off if you're so scared of it. So the restrictions apply to South Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Namibia, Lesotho. Never been there. Honestly, never been there, and I've actually been all over South Africa. Uh, Eswatini, Mozambique, and Malawali, which is kind of crazy. I've been to every single one of those, t- all those, except for those two that I can't even pronounce. Been to every one of those countries already. Botswana. Nam- Namibia, Zimbabwe, Mozambique. Mozambique's actually very, very pretty, by the way. Zero infrastructure whatsoever at all. Like, I've never been more car sick in my life than driving in Mozambique. Dodging potholes, sitting in the back seat. Oh, my God. Trying, I was trying to edit a video. I had to stick my head out the window. I was, I was so bad. I was like, okay, here it comes. I am, I am so done. But Mozambique's actually pretty pretty. Pretty pretty. I feel bad for the people there. I remember I went through a meat market in Mozambique on my final day to go see how people buy their food there. And it was, it was crazy. It was definitely, I've been to a lot of places in the world and that's why I love America so much. But this meat market had like, it was hot out for one. And this meat was hanging there and there was some in a bowl. There was chicken in a bowl and there was flies all over it. And it was just, it was like thinking about it right now, and I know I'm really realizing I was eat, probably eating that meat because there's nowhere else for to get it, but from those markets. Didn't that just now? That now just hit me. I, right now, I just now realized, man, I ate the meat from that market because I didn't really know, and I was there for a week, so I definitely did. Maybe I didn't, but that's the only place to get food. Anyway, the o- Omicron variant. If you guys didn't know, it's pretty much makes you. Uh, tired, like I was saying earlier, but apparently this is why it looks different from other variants. You guys ready? It keeps spreading. New mutations, new variants are expected. No shit. We already know that. I said that, and I'm going to say that forever. It's nothing different than the flu that's just going to continue to change itself. We have seen a lot of variants pop up over the last five, six months, and most of them have not amounted to much, but this one looks much, much, much differently, said Dr. Ashish Jaha. 
The Omicron variant is unusually high number of mutations with more than 30 mutations in a spike protein alone. Spike proteins are the structures used by the virus to get its cell to attack. Just want everybody in the world to know that I'm not saying that this thing is not less lethal and or worse than anything. I think we're just jumping to the conclusion too quick here again. And the fear mongering is coming hard and heavy with this one. I know we're going in. Another thing is we're going into the wintertime. Usually what happens in the wintertime. I'm just going to throw that out there. What has happened ever since we've been kids with the winter? Flu, colds, everything comes, like, my allergies get terrible in the winter. Just the cycle every single year. It certainly shows that the signs of being able to spread quickly, they said, as well, that we do not know whether it can be uh, the same as Delta variant. Delta variant was, as we all know, pretty bad when it comes to its ability to spread real quick. It's also too early to tell whether Omicron variant causes more severe illnesses. But it goes on to state this. This is where it gets kind of goofy. Don't be surprised by renewed COVID-19 restrictions. This is from an expert. I have no idea who is the expert on restrictions, but they're apparently saying that we're going to have more. Probably not down here in the South, but maybe you guys up living in the North, you're pretty much going to have to put that muzzle back on. Get pretty crazy. It's going to make its way around the world. It looks that way. Yeah, okay. That's generally what happens with really infectious diseases, correct? And that could prompt a return to stricter COVID-19 mitigation efforts. I think that we may indeed be in for the phase of many more masks, much more social distancing, add more restrictions and obligations for vaccine going forward. I've traveled quite a bit during COVID so far. I have. I've been, been to France, been to Mexico, all over the United States. And I, and I kind of feel like everybody's pretty much tired of it and not really paying too much attention to what is the, to, to this. Like everyone I was in in France, I thought it was going to be crazy because they had the little vaccine certificates to eat in the restaurants. No one really cares. It was only like the main street restaurants downtown France. Everywhere else was like, you want some food? I'm like, yeah, give me that bagel. That's pretty much how those conversations went. Actually, they weren't bagels, though. They were croissants. Oh, man, the virus is still in control. Tighten your seatbelts. Woo! Holy sh**. This guy is getting crazy here. Hospitalizations are up in 16 states, increased by more than 50% in the past week compared to previous weeks. All right. So with that being said, I bet you, since this is CNN, all the states that have increased infection rates are going to be the Democratic-led states because they did not specifically name Florida and or Texas or anywhere else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that out there right now. I don't have to do much research because I know that's pretty true. I did do a little bit of research, but I'm just going to throw that out there. There's a reason why they didn't purposely name the states and left it vague. It's because, well, it's probably the states that have had really tight restrictions. I think we need to just get our mindset that the virus is still in control. I don't care about your COVID fatigue. I mean, you know how people would, would respond to you? We don't really give a fuck what you say, Schaffner. A normal American say, like, yeah, well, you don't care about my COVID fatigue. We really don't fucking care what you have to say, correct? Is that, that what people would say? I mean, that's how most people are going to respond to that kind of thing being said to them. Like This guy goes on to say that we're, we're going to have to deal with this in an ongoing way. Very, very seriously tighten your seatbelts. This is literally two days after they it's been made public and they know nothing about it. But to get them te- seatbelts tightened, we're on for a hell of a ride with this variant number 14. By the way, I did go do a little, just a tad bit of research because I wanted to know. And uh, the number of residents that were hospitalized with COVID-19 is at its lowest point since the beginning of the pandemic, while average daily deaths from this virus are also dropping in vaccines. Are finally, after a year, parents anxiously waiting for their approval, flowing into the arms of the state's elementary age children. Yes, this is what they're talking about here in Texas. And this is definitely one of the m- more disturbing ways to say that kids are able to get a vaccine. I mean... 
after a year of waiting for approval, flowing into the arms of the states. That, that's a, that sounds terrible. And after reading that, I pretty much just stopped reading the rest of this thing because that's this is from, uh, what is this, the Caller Times? I have no idea. But they're talking about hospitalization in Texas are lowest in months. We're literally at the lowest point ever since the beginning of the pandemic. But don't worry. Your, your kids' arms are going to be having the flowage sent straight into them. And the last thing we're talking about, because I know this, we're, we're like, we'll know more in a week or two weeks. I'm not going to keep here and dwelling on it. But I'm, what I mean by like people like getting too excited about this thing and maybe just fear monitoring just a tad bit. I could be wrong. though. No, it could be really bad. Or it could just be another variant that's the same as every other one. But fear mongering. Here we go. New York, Kathy Hochel. I don't, she's a Democrat declared. Uh, state of emergency Friday in response to a cold weather surge of coronavirus infections and the threat of newly detected variant. As part of the emergency, the state's health department will be allowed to protect hospital capacity by limiting non-essential and non-urgent care until at least January 15th. The CDC said Friday that Omicron had not yet been detected in the United States, but Hochel said the variant, it's coming. Her, the governor of New York, there's a state of emergency in New York because of a new variant. Don't understand why this is. We could just do this every single year with the, the regular flu. State of emergency, people are going to get sick. <sighs> they're so worried about it, by the way. Why don't they just build a hospital dedicated just for this? Like I'm, just, I'm not talking about like a hospital that has like, like, a, like an open area, like a bay. All right, we, we've had this here for a year now. If we, if we think it's going to continue to go on, let's just build a big bay for it. I don't know. I'm pretty tired of, of, of it, and I'm sure you guys are too that who are listening to this. So we're going to move on. And I know it's probably a big, big deal to some, but I know nothing about it. I'm personally vaccinated. Do you know what to say about it, Charles? It's pretty much one of those things I think we're just going to have to live with for the rest of our life. So let's live with it. Let's not dwell on it. So this one's really goofy. And this just shows how, how, how crazy cancer culture is in, in the younger generation that is coming up through the college system, by the way, which is terrible. I'm glad that I soaked up my camera guy because he's a, uh, He's 21. He's in the same age, age bracket of people that we're talking about. But at least he's, he's got the right mindset for an individual of his age. He's actually working, doing something with his life. Then you have left-leaning groups like this at the Arizona State University that are demanding that their administration withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from the university. You know how goofy that is? You are so mad about something, you want to cancel somebody from allowing them to go to college. The guy's going to college online. He's not even attending the university, like, personally. This kind of stuff. By the way, that guy's going to make – he's going to – Absolute sue the piss. He's going to sue Joe Biden. He's going to sue everybody that he can possibly inside the White House administration because that's what's defamation is a real thing, especially when the president of the United States comes out and said what he said about the gentleman before the trial even started. I mean, that's just trying to to lean a, a, a jury to go one way or the like, that's just this is not a good look like at all. Anyway, he's going to sue the absolute piss out of CNN and every single news news organization that had smeared him. And he's going to win. It's just it's going to happen. They're going to settle out of court. He's going to make. Millions and millions of dollars, which is good for him. Way to go. It's going to happen. The Arizona State University Students for Socialism, Students for Justice in Palestine, Multicultural Solidarity Coalition. Why the hell are these names, these things, always so hard to pronounce? Are all calling for the Arizona State University administration to take action against Rittenhouse by withdrawing him from the university and releasing a statement against him. The four groups are calling him Murderer Kyle Rittenhouse. The groups also demand that university... Administration reaffirms support for the multicultural center on campus as a safe place for white supremacy, from white supremacy, not for, excuse me. Students making demands also want the administration to redirect funding from the Arizona State University Police Department 
to the multicultural center and they're demanding the establishment of care center on camp. Like how soft and brittle do you have to be as a human being to, to have to have this happen? I imagine every single one of these individuals with a nose ring, discolored hair, hairy. Like I just did a, I literally just, they went up yesterday. I did a, a reaction video on TikTok, and that's exactly what these people, they, they all kind of look the same. They have the round glasses, but they all kind of look the same. Males, they have like a really trashy looking mustache. They have round glasses. They wear like one of those weird sock beanies and long hair. Like that's perfect. And they talk about IPAs constantly. Girls always have some really crazy hair color, like super crazy hair color. Nose rings, those ones that like used to pull on cows. And apparently they don't shave their armpits. That's that's the kind of individual I see right here. That's 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 stouting this just because of all the all the TikToks I've watched. Thank if you guys have not been on the YouTube channel, you guys need to go check it out. You guys go type and speak the truth. And the TikTok reaction videos are apt. They will melt your brain. And when I mean melt your brain, you will not understand what is going on with the youth and the way that they're thinking. Like, and then you go through there and you're like, oh my god, help my children. My child has got to deal with that. It's going to get worse as mainstream media allows it to continue on. They go on to state this right here. Even with a not guilty verdict from a flawed justice system, Kyle Rittenhouse is still guilty to his victims and the families to those victims. That's what the demand later states. Join us to demand that ASU, that those demands to be met to protect students from violent, bloodthirsty murderer. Can I just ask one thing real quick? Why are they coming out against Kyle Rittenhouse and not against the, the biggest scumbag on earth, Mr. Dale Brooks? who intentionally ran his car into, I don't know, 40 people, killed eight? Why aren't they talking about that? I don't know, maybe because the person that did it was of color and also was supporting a BLM. Is that probably the reason why they're not coming out against it? Probably so. I'm just going to throw that out there. And also, well, maybe because Rittenhouse used a gun in it, and they just seemed like gums are really scary. I've got a lot of good statistic stuff that's going to come out for you guys here during this episode. I know we're probably halfway through this thing. i got a lot of stuff to talk about. So just keep this all in mind as, as we go on through this. By the way, students for Socialism at the Arizona State University spokesperson told Fox News that the ultimate goal of the demands is to let the university administration know that they do not feel safe knowing that a mass shooter is admitted to the school. The goal of these demands is to let ASU administration know that we, as the ASU community, do not feel safe knowing that a mass shooter who has expressed violent intentions about protecting property over people is so carelessly allowed to be admitted at this school at all. Our campuses are is already unsafe as is, and we would like to abate this danger as much as possible. So the, the campuses are so unsafe that they want to take the funding from the police department on campus and put it into a multicultural center. That's how unsafe the campus. They feel so threatened that they want to take the money from the police department that's there to protect them and put it into a multicultural center. That doesn't even make any sense at all. That's why no one takes these people seriously. Well, I guess there is some that take them seriously, but there's there's the the average American with a little bit of common sense in between their ears does not take this kind of person seriously. Like you, that's so stupid. By the way, they go on to say that he expects violent intentions about protecting property over people. Could we just throw this out there? Rittenhouse was getting beat with a fucking skateboard. He had a gentleman try to steal his gun from him, his rifle. He had another gentleman point a fucking pistol at him. What in the world are they fucking protecting property over people? These these people that he was. He shot. We're trying to literally physically fucking hurt him. Like, what are they talking about? This is why no one takes him seriously. They just come out, they gaslight, and they try to say the shit, and they have literally no facts to, to back themselves up. Like, I, I just took their 
what is it, socialism students of fucking Arizona State University. You know how easy it was to fucking just discredit what you're saying? It took me literally three seconds on a fucking podcast to make you sound stupid. Young and dumb. You don't have a lot going on between the ears, apparently. Oh, God. They also go on to state this. The Students for Socialism chapter spokesperson contended that Rittenhouse's trial effectively gives right-wing individuals a license to kill other individuals who protest for human rights. I just said this a second ago. Protesting for human rights, he was being beaten with a skateboard, had a gun pointed at him, and someone had tried to take his gun. For, like, what are you talking about? They clearly did not even watch anything of the trial or even read anything on it. They just read a headline. That's all they did. And they sat inside the little circles in Kumbaya as they drank IPAs. And they just, that's all they did. Smoked their e-cigarettes and, and talked about, I, and drank their IPAs. That's literally what happened. Rittenhouse took the lives of innocent people with the intent to do so by strapping an assault rifle to himself and a crowd of unarmed citizens. Not true. For, for instance, one of the guys he shot and lived pointed a pistol at him. Don't throw that out there. That is the textbook definition of intention. No, it's not. Jeez Louise. The decision made by the court is one of thousands of cases that have been influenced by biased judges, predominantly white juries, and make inherent and like, oh my God, what is going on with this world? It doesn't matter if they're white, black, or, or Asian, or Mexican. It does not matter. The law is the law. If you point a pistol at somebody, if you beat somebody over the back of their head with a skateboard, it, it, like you should be shot for that. Like, what are you doing? They have no idea what your intentions are after you beat them with a skateboard. How do you know the guy's not going to continue to smash your head into the concrete? You don't. So if you have a rifle, get what you do. You shoot the person that's actively beating you in the back of the head. Self-defense. Oh, my God. So Biden. Biden's doing some big things here. So we got to resume nuclear talks with one of the worst countries on planet Earth. I might be crazy to say this, but this is something that you guys probably want to listen to. I, I know we talked about COVID earlier. We talked about Arizona students and all that. It's all really goofy stuff, but this is pretty serious. So the Biden administration is set to restart a new round of nuclear talks with the with Iran. What's going to call them Iran? That's what it is. They call them the Islamic Republic of Iran. It's just Iran. The spokesperson for Iran's military stated over the weekend that they will not give up the pursuit of wiping Israel off the face of the earth. That's probably one of the more bold statements someone can come out and ever say, wiping another country well, actually, not just a country, but a type of person off of the face of it. They're just going after Jewish people. That's pretty much it. They, this guy goes on to say, by the way, this is a spokesperson for the Iran's armed forces. His name is General Absolvi. Who cares? Anyway, that guy right there, um, one of the, the other biggest scumbags on planet Earth, they said that they will not back off from the annihilation of Israel even one millimeter. We, re- we want to destroy Zionism in the world. I mean, this is this is this is pretty bad. The worst part about it is, yeah, you can go on and make these threats. You can say whatever you like, but at the at the start of August, Israeli uh, Defense Minister Benny Grantz said that Iran was only about ten weeks away from acquiring weapons grade materials necessary for a nuclear weapon. On September 13th, the New York Times reported that Iran has come within roughly a month of having enough material to fuel a single nuclear weapon. Also, a report issued on Monday by the Institute of Science said that a private group that specializes in, in, in analyzing, excuse me, the findings of the United Nations agencies concluded that a race over the summer to enrich uranium at a 60% purity just below bomb grade has put Iran in a position to produce the fuel for a single bomb in as short as a month. That is, that is literally reported on Monday. So you have one of the craziest mindsets of a country, which is Iran. Iran is pretty bad. I know we don't talk about them a lot on here. 
We generally don't have to because if we were going to go to a, a, an armed conflict with Iran, if it was like country versus country, we would crush them. It would be no hands down. We would crush them. But the fact that they're actually actively seeking enriched uranium to, to generate a bomb, and then he comes out and they talk about they want to wipe Israel off the planet and they're not going to stop till they do. You know how bad that is? Why are we proactively taking measures and doing stuff like, I don't know, like there's so many countermeasures we could do. I was going to say something like actually actively target them on ground, but that could actually start World War III. I don't know what's going on, as a matter of fact. I'm not even going to go as far to say that we aren't actually actively targeting them in a sense. I'm not saying like actually taking people out. We do. Oh, we did actually talk about Israel doing that about a month, a month and a half ago. Matter of fact, they did take out the top scientists. I do remember that. They sent a car. We have that clip. Can you play that clip? Matter of fact, I know which podcast I was in. So he was assassinated in November of 2020 in a sophisticated hit led by a Mossad team that reportedly deployed a computerized machine gun. Computerized machine gun. Now, this is crazy. All right. It required no on-site operatives, took less than a minute, and did not injure anyone else, including a scientist's wife who was in the car with him at the time. This is crazy. Now, this really got me going. I was like, oh, my God, what do we got going on here? So this is what it was. It was a modified Belgian-made FN mag machine gun attached to an advanced robotic apparatus powered with artificial intelligence technology. Yes, AI. This thing was inside of Iran by itself with no one running it. Somehow, they, they watch, listen, this, the whole device weighed about a ton, and it was smuggled into Iran in small parts ahead of the operation and then reassembled. So we were actually talking about this, and it's, it's come a little bit more fruition, but this week... Sleepy Joe is going to be talking to Iran about what's going to be happening, and that shouldn't, that's not going to pan out too well. I mean, China and Russia are already mocking us militarily by doing all the stunts that they're doing. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up, but China did fly. It flew 18, I think, fighters and three or four bombers and a refueler yesterday over Taiwan. That's the first time they've ever done it. And if people don't realize what they're doing, they keep doing these, these different type of tests, like, I'm, I'm saying like they did a, a, a ground invasion from 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 boats, like a, a land, uh, a marine invasion of an island to test their capabilities of doing it at night and day. They're doing these things like flying over Taiwan with these certain airplanes because they want to know flight patterns during certain times of the day, during uh, during different weather conditions, how much fuel they need. Like they're literally imagine running a play in football against your opponent over and over and over again. So, you know, the outcome, that's exactly what they're doing setting up an eye formation and they're driving that son of a gun right up the middle over and over again, except there's no, there's, there's no repercussion on the other end because it's literally like playing war games with themselves. But if you guys didn't know, support for more gun controls is actually falling, which is kind of not super shocking, but it's a good thing going into 2022. Cause I know it's going to be a talking point, especially from our good friend, Beto O'Rourke. God, I didn't bring him up. I need to actually put a, a note on my little board that I don't have inside this room to, to search Beto O'Rourke every morning. Cause I love that guy. Support for stricter gun control has fallen by 15 percentage points in the past five years. The partisan divide on issue has never been so large, though. 91% of Democrats and only 24% of Republicans support stricter laws. Not super shocking. While Democrats claim they want reasonable or common sense laws, you get an idea how stark the partisan divide is when you consider the, the response to Gallup's questions of whether the people support a complete ban or a civilian ownership of handguns. 40% of Democrats like the idea compared to only 6% of Republicans. A complete ban. That is right. You heard me right. 40% of Democrats want a complete ban. 
This entire tragedy with Rittenhouse makes the case that we should not allow our fellow Americans to own used weapons that were originally designed for battlefield use, said Texas candidate Beto O'Rourke. That AR-15s and AK-47s have one single solitary purpose, and that is killing people as effectively and as efficiently as uh, in, a, in as a great number in as little time as possible. We saw that in Kenosha. Be honest with you guys, he would have been better off with a pistol in Kenosha. Let's just be real. I don't get this. I by the way, Beto O'Rourke has never spent a single minute of his life shooting anything. He has no idea of military capabilities of their weapons. These aren't AK-47s are not great military grade weapons. They're just not. I've used them. I've used the real ones. I've I've used the fake ones. I've used the Chinese made ones. I mean, I've used the Russian made ones. I've used the ones that are uh, Chesnia. I've used all of them. Yes, they work really well when it comes to like being super dirty. You could shoot them like a lot. It's kind of surprising, honestly. But when it comes to the stuff that we have now, they're not really that effective. The round's pretty shitty from a far distance. It's okay from close. It's just. The guy has absolutely no idea what he's talking about, clearly. That's, what you, that's, that's the point I'm trying to get at. He's never even fought in the military, never been in the military. So how the f*** does he know what a military-grade weapon is? Let's be real. I mean, he calls AR-15s weapons of war. Like, you know how stupid you sound by saying that? You just sound dumb. And he's running for Texas governor. Like, you are not going to win a seat in Texas by saying that. That's God, Robert. What are you doing, Robert O'Rourke? What's his middle name? Francis? Robert Francis O'Rourke. Irish as it can f***ing get. But you know what? Switch that name over to Beto. Appeals to the right demographic. He wants to get the votes for him. Yeah, cue the mariachi music. So goofy. But I wanted to bring this up so you guys know that we, I told you guys stats. I love stats. love talking about them. Just talking about Kenosha. Talking about gun. I knew they were going to bring up uh, Kenosha to to try and, and, and spur the, the whole fear-mongering of the, the weapons and, and guns and violence and all that kind of stuff. President Biden stressed again last week that his administration is focused on stemming the flow of firearms used to commit violent crimes. But critics warned that his gun-first approach ignores the basic fact that 92% of violent crimes in America do not involve firearms. I love stats. You guys are about to get some stat bombs dropped on you. Although firearms were used in about 74% of homicides in 2019, they comprise less than 9% of violent crimes in all of America. The vast majority of violent offenses, including robberies, rapes, and other sex crimes, almost always involve other weapons or no weapons at all. Yes, they're a lot easier to get their hands on a bat or a pipe. Or a piece of wood. If, unless you're in North Korea, those pieces of wood are pretty dangerous. You guys probably haven't seen the video, I guess. But they use two by fours. Actually, they're more like one by eights, and they just beat each other with one by eights. Anyway, and Chicago has become a national symbol of violent crime, while shootings have increased by about 11% this year alone. The number of murders has decreased slightly in 2021 to 382 as of July, compared to 387 for the same period last year. No, it's pretty much the same, actually. 382 and 387. For the same period last year, the dramatic increase in Chicago's experience is sex crimes. It has a uh, 23% rise of this year alone. New York City murders through the same period have dropped 36% compared to last year. I actually have said, good job, New York, but they set up these crime task force. That literally their entire job is this. They're like, I, I can't recall exactly what they're called, but they set up little pockets and they literally just fighting crime in those areas because that's where it's all at, which you're going to find out here in a second what I mean. Robberies are up by only 18%, rapes by 9%, and other sex crimes by 35%, all of which do not in use, uh, usually involve guns. Sex crimes rarely so. This year, murders make up 0.3% of felonies. I love stats. I hope you guys love this because we're going to keep going. The National Crime Victimization Survey in the latest year 
which was 2019's latest ones available, shows that there were 5 million, 5.4 million rapes, robberies, and aggravated assaults in 16,482 murders. Firearms were used in 440,000 incidents for rapes, robberies, and aggravated assaults. So you had 5.4 million of those, and 400,000 of them were used with a uh, weapon, a firearm. 10,000 of those uh, 16,000 murders were actually used with a firearm. Adding those numbers up, only 8.2% of violent crime incidents involved a firearm. The percentage has stayed virtually the same for decades. For example, in 2000, it was 8.5%. 2010, it was 9 Nor do most gun crimes end in murder. Just 2%. So is it a gun that's killing people? Or is it humans? So the president's emphasis on violent crime is understandable only because of how heavily con- uh, concentrated murders are in the country. This is what I was talking about. Whoops. This is what I was talking about earlier about them being little pockets. Okay. So over 50% of the murders take place in just 2% of the, con- uh, the counties. 50% of the murders take place in 2% of the counties, which is 60 of the 3,140 counties. The 60 of those counties make up 27% of the population. With those counties, most murders occur within a 10-block area. These are overwhelmingly gang-related murders. They surely are important, but don't touch the lives of most Americans. 54% of the counties have no murders, and the other ones have one. And the other 15% have one. So that's what I'm talking about. You have 60 counties in America that make up 50% of the total murders, and most of them are gang-related. This is why I love stats. The numbers never lie. So gun violence actually doesn't touch the average American ever. It's mainly just those pockets. So when you look at it like that, shouldn't you be focusing your policing and your cleaning up of the cities in those pockets that are gang-related, like 100%? That's what needs to happen. I don't know why it's not happening. Chicago, hire more police. Go after those pockets of gangs. Clean, Do a clean sweep. I know you can do it. I know, in fact, you can do it. If I'm able to go into Afghanistan and do a literally a clearing operation with 22 guys to clear out an entire village full of IEDs, and then move and push white space and actually actively fight the Taliban and clear them out of an area. I know for a fact you can go into those areas of Chicago's, ramp up the police efforts, do a lot more mitigation patrols. Hey, I don't know why they don't do I'm sure they're not doing those because they're defunding the police movements working so well. Do mitigation patrols. Just call, mitigation patrols. It's not that hard. The more cops you have in an area, the less crimes are going to be. Like if a, if a person actively sees a police officer driving around in a city or an area that they're, that they're about to commit a crime, do you really think that person's going to commit the crime? They're going to second-guess that because they don't want to be caught. I, 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 personally, I see it as being easy, but I come from a different viewpoint when it comes to this kind of stuff. I've actually actively done it against terrorist organizations overseas, and in my mind, gang organizations are nothing more than the, they're, they're the same. They really are kind of the same thing. The only thing is is that gang organizations are not actively targeting civilians. That's, that's the only major difference. They do the same kind of stuff. They, they sell drugs. They sell sex workers. They do all the same stuff that like a terrorist organization does, except they do not actively engage civilians. That's the only reason why they're never deemed as terrorists, because they, they're not actively setting up IEDs or blowing people up or killing civilians for no reason. They're just fighting each other. That's one way to look at it. If you take everything else out... They're actually almost the same as, yeah, they're almost the same as a terrorist organization and how they make their money and, and so so forth. They are. They just don't kill civilians, which is a good thing. Because if they did that, then, well, it probably wouldn't be that. It, would, we would, it wouldn't be good. Hopefully that wasn't too heavy for you guys. CNN, roasted. 
This is a good one. I'm glad they needed to be. I saw this over the weekend. I was like, God, I'm just going to skip on past it. But I'm going to end this one on a light note. Nice and after what we just talked about there, I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to end this one on a kind of a funny one. Well, it's not really funny, but it is kind of funny because they were roasted. CNN, they say, Wakesha will hold a moment of silence today, marking one week since a car drove through a city Christmas parade, killing six people and injuring scores of others. That's not exactly what happened, let's be honest. It's a, it's a gentleman named Daryl Brooks, who's a BLM activist, and a black gentleman who drove through a crowd and killed a bunch of elderly and young people. Targeted them with his vehicle, with his SUV. It wasn't the SUV that drove after him. I've never seen a car actively drive after people and just smash into them. The reason why they didn't say anything about this is because the guy is behind the agenda they've been pushing for the last year. And they don't want to they don't want to they don't want to make it seem like yes there was a there was a black gentleman who was actively targeting white people, which is actually there's a lot of protests going on saying that what he had been charged with should actually be a hate crime. And it should be if he was actively targeting these people that were white because they were white, like literally, that was a re- this is a hate crime. Race, racist people go both ways. It doesn't just go one way. It's not one-sided. It's not just white people are racist towards everybody else. Everybody can be racist to any color if they don't like them. For instance, Iran. It's pretty racist that they don't like uh, the Jews, right? That's one way to look at it. They don't like that race of people. Hitler, I guess you could say, was a racist as well even though he was one, probably the worst human being on planet Earth. But what I'm saying here is just if you, if you actively dislike another race and are actually just putting them down in a sense or targeting for certain things, then yes, you are a racist, correct? It doesn't matter the color of your skin. And I think if it comes out that, yeah, well, if he, he would be smart if he said that he, his smartest thing would, would be to say that he wasn't actively targeting them because they were white because then it would become a hate crime and that's a federal offense, so then it could actually do a lot of things. The guy's just a major piece of shit who's been around and creating active crime since, I think, 99. I mean, for, for God's sakes, the guy sex trafficked a 15-year-old from California to Nevada that he then got pregnant and pimped her out. But yet they want to call this guy like that his car's the one that killed these people. No. But they did go on and change their tweet after people absolutely destroyed him. I mean, destroyed him. They changed the headline of the article to Wakesha will hold a moment of silence Sunday one week after a man plowed a vehicle through a Christmas party. Why couldn't that be the first one out the gate? Because that's exactly what happened. Because they don't want people to go up and look who did it and find out as much as we have. So goofy. So one-sided, so lopsided. If it's stupid, talk about it, I guess, and, and call it out. Anyway, I'm out of here. I do hope you guys have a fantastic week. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're not, I do love you guys. I'm out of here.